Welcome to Mortification of Spin, Bully Pulpit, a casual conversation about things that count. With Carl Truman, Todd Pruitt, and Amy Bird. Mortification of Spin is a weekly podcast from the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Summer is upon us, and the hosts are packing their beach bags full of books. Reading is an important part of the Christian life. Listen as Carl, Amy, and Todd share what books they'll read this summer. At the end of the podcast, we'll tell you how to enter a drawing for an MP3 set from the Alliance. Well, as we've now hit the summer months at Mortification of Spin, the three of us have headed down to the beach with our beach reads. So we thought today what we do is just chat about the book selections that we have made for our time uh, chilling down by the seashore. Yes. Uh, Todd. Yes. That's a very large, serious-looking tome you have yes, with you. Yes, yes. No well, pictures? No pictures, which I'm of the opinion that every book ought to have some pictures. Every history book, especially, or biography, ought to have pictures, but not, they don't all. Um, I'm actually going to be working on several uh, for the summer that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, you and Amy, Carl, have already read uh, Bannerman's book on the church, um, but since I'm not as nearly as important as either one of you, I finally got the uh, the hardback. Uh, you had the PDF, just I, like I me. I cannot read a book. I cannot read a book on the computer. I, mean, I could. I just refuse to. I hate it too, but I persevered. Oh Tom. no, I would not persevere. That goes uh, beyond my nature. Well, and didn't you comment authoritatively on the book on an earlier oh, podcast? Absolutely. You're not telling us you never actually read it. I said something along the lines of how much I loved it, and then didn't say anything specifically. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I am going to be reading Bannerman, and I've actually started it. It's really good. I, now I know why you two liked it so much. It's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's. Uh, uh, it's it's excellent. So you know, in the realm of theology, that's going to kind of be the the big thing I'm working on this summer. What about you two in in regard to theology or uh, that that whole area? It's not really a book you can carry very well on the beach. No, no, it's not. That'll be more of an indoor book, right? Probably. Well, I, that's why I always take a big tote bag on the beach with me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know me, Todd. I tend to use the summer as a way of trying to get in touch with my feminine side. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and there are a couple of titles that actually tempted me this year, mm-hmm. but I've, I've actually declined them in the end. But the the one that that, I, that that was most intriguing to me was Birthing the Sermon. Mm, yes. Women Preachers on the Creative <laughs> Process. Now, I've been around your place on a Sunday afternoon when you've been giving birth to a sermon. I've heard the, the screams of pain coming from your study. It's ugly, uh, isn't it? Yeah, ugly doesn't begin to cover it, actually. <laughs> it's the miracle of life. <laughs> yes, but... So wrong. But, so wrong. Birthing the sermon, Women Preachers on the Creative Process, very tempting, very <laughs> tempting. Uh, the other book that caught my, my attention was Pregnant in the Spirit. <laughs> Are you serious? Birthing a life of total fulfillment That's and total in caps locks, actually. I see that Amy on the Amazon page gave it a stunningly good review. <laughs> she, I think she's a friend of Amy's. Let me read you some of the blurb here. There are many books, sermons taught and workshops given on purpose and destiny fulfillment. In spite of all, there still remain countless people all over the world that lack total fulfillment in mm, their lives. Mm. Why? The intangible and inevitable journey to this life of total fulfillment, e.g. your wildest dreams, your true purpose, your destiny, is unclear to many people in the world. It's a very, very tempting volume, and it's got all the things I love, touchy-feely, talking Uh about journey. Uh, You know, I was almost tempted to go for that, but I actually settled theologically 
on a book that's been out for just over a decade now, and that's Richard Lisher's The Company of Preachers, mm-hmm. uh, Wisdom on Preaching Augustine to the Present, which is a volume that collects uh, pithy chapters, paragraphs, statements on preaching uh, throughout the throughout the centuries. So I've always been very, very interested in the theology of preaching. I'm convinced that one of the weaknesses in the modern church is that we don't have a theology of preaching. Mm-hmm. And Lisher's book, uh, it's not a confessional book. He's not taking a particular line. Mm-hmm. The, the, he draws on a wide variety of authors. But it really gives an excellent overview of how people have understood the task of preaching from Augustine right the way down to the present. So my theological beach read is... Uh, Richard Alicia, The Company of Preachers, Wisdom on Preaching from Augustine to the Present. And I'm hoping it will allow me to birth uh, many sermons uh, in the future. Hopefully without pain relief. Yeah, you, you, I'm yeah. told that it means more when you birth a sermon without pain relief. <laughs> exactly. Amy, yes. theology or theology. along those lines. Well, I have, you know, people like to read mysteries over the yeah. summer. And I've had this book sitting on my shelf that I've been dying to get to, and so I'm looking forward now with a lesser than around this summer to read um, G.K. Beale's new book, Hidden But Now Revealed, which is a biblical theology of mystery and the use of the word mystery in scripture. So I've heard him talk about it some. Um, I've been doing a lot of packing since I'm moving, and so I've been listening to some of his lectures while I pack, and I'm really looking forward. I love his writing, so I'm looking forward to reading that book. It's a pretty concise Greg book, isn't it? I mean, well, it's for less, Greg, less than a thousand Greg pages. Is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's actually in my stack right now. Is I'm it? looking forward to getting into it. So you haven't it. read it yet either? I haven't read it. It's in it's in my stack, but I'm looking forward. Uh, the other one that was kind of a, a condensed version that came out last year right. um, uh, 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 blah, 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 blah. on the Temple and the Church's mission, but it's y- the condensed yes. condensed version. Um, I forget what it's it was one of my favorite books last year, and it's not hidden, but now revealed. It's um, that's the new one. Um, God dwells among God us. dwells among us. That's like the, the idiots, the idiots of the version of, of yeah. the Temple and the Church. You know, mission. when I saw exactly. that coming out, I thought, finally, Todd can get access. To <laughs> exactly. <what he's> exactly. <laughs> Short words, and not many pages. Exactly. But that's exactly the most what popular want. Um, yep. level book. But I think because it is, it engages some more cultural questions. More. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's really good. Okay. So let me why, ask you. Why is it when I, by the way, when I type Beale and Temple into Amazon, uh-huh. the third book on the list is Hollywood, Texas, a true backstage look at love and music along the rock and roll highway. <laughs> well, does, does Greg have a pseudonym? I don't know. I'm going to have <laughs> you to work ask with him. him you need to ask him what he's up to. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let me ask you all both this. Um, uh, Fiction, are you going to read any fiction this summer? I don't read fiction because fiction is a lie. (laughs) Uh, I I happen to know you do read fiction. (laughs) I do. I read your emails all the time. Uh Your excuses Uh for not being here on time. uh, So I take it that Carl will be reading another Nicholas Sparks novel. Uh, um, Actually, I'm reading... Two two fiction things this uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. I've been challenged by a couple of the women in my congregation to read Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte because okay. I'm a big fan of 19th century novels. Love Joseph Conrad. Mm-hmm. Love uh, 
Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights, and I recently mentioned Wuthering Heights, as I said, one of the two greatest novels of the 19th century. I put Wuthering Heights and Jude the Obscure by Thomas Hardy on the same level, and they challenged me afterwards to read Jane Eyre, which they think is a greater novel than Wuthering Heights. And I'm about a third of the way through it, and I have to say, yep, enjoying it immensely. So it must be bleak and depressing. It is bleak and depressing, and there is a mad woman in the attic, so it has Uh a kind of modification of spin, (laughs) uh, feel to it. That was scary. And the other thing I'm doing is I've got a couple of long plane flights, and I'm going to read Paradise Lost again by John Milton. Love it as a poem as I was a younger person. I want to reread Paradise Lost. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, Amy, any fiction? I always take Flannery O'Connor's okay. short stories with me to the beach for real, because I think that's such a great little beach companion, because they're short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very well written. And I think even right now it's really relevant because there's so many books out now about how shocking God's grace is. But um, she illustrates that very well through fiction, but she also shocks us with the depravity of man. Mm -hmm. And that's like the big shock at the end as well. And my daughter likes her. And she is going to be 16 this summer. So I love being able to read like the same stuff as her on vacation and talk about it a little bit. Excellent. I've actually looked over Amy's shoulder, and although the dust jacket says Flannery O'Connor, the pages say Danielle Steele. <laughs> Danielle Steele. I'm sure. Is that one of Flannery O'Connor's <laughs> pseudonyms? Or? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got uh, uh, Kazuo uh, Ishiguro has a new novel um, called The Buried Giant uh, that I've got. It's in my stack to read this summer. Uh, Ishiguro is a uh, British novelist who wrote uh, The Remains of the Day, He, as, as well as several other great uh, novels. He does excellent character development and human drama um and so i'm i'm looking forward uh, to that it's uh, it's just been released recently um any anything in regard to uh, biography or or history in general for either one of you I'm taking a break from biography and history. It's because it's my profession. I like mm-hmm. to uh, like to have a break over the summer from that. I'm actually going to be reading a book, Shop Class of Soulcraft, by Matthew Crawford, mm-hmm. who's a philosopher at the University of Virginia and also a motorcycle mechanic. I've right. just finished reading his The World Beyond Your Head yeah. on becoming an individual in an age of distraction, yeah. which is just a fascinating yeah. critique of enlightenment individualism. Mm-hmm. He roots the problem we have with distraction and short attention spans mm-hmm. today really right the way back in, in enlightenment philosophy. Uh, and he makes a very good case for freedom being something that has to be understood when you are rooted in a particular mm-hmm. tradition. And that got me interested in his writing. And, and a couple of years ago, he wrote this uh, book, Shop Class of Soulcraft, where he argued for the, uh, it seems to me, the, the philosophical benefits mm-hmm. of making things with one's hands. Right. So I became interested in his writing, and I thought it would be Is that going to make you get a little to... handy around the house? Should uh, Katrina uh, get ready that, for some new to-do list um, because um, I, I just, projects? Yeah. Yeah, I've not told my wife I'm reading it, actually, for, uh, for reasons <laughs> no that, that may become yeah. obvious. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I love reading about people making things. <laughs> right. I'm just not that great at actually making them yeah. myself. You like reading about um, people yeah, making exactly. things. Well, I just, I just discovered Crawford's book that you mentioned, uh, The World Behind, Beyond Your Head, and I just started it about two days ago. And So, yeah, after that, I'll, I'll do the shop class book as well, and then Carl and I are going to start making furniture after that so oh, 
awesome. Who's going to sit in your first chair? uh, Somebody very unlucky, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A birthing chair where you can produce (laughs) your sermons. Birthing sermons, yeah. Well, I have a good, um, to kind of shift gears a little Uh bit, I have a good suggestion just for parents um, getting their kids in scripture over the summer. I just discovered a Reformation Heritage Books Journal series. Yes. And I love it. So they have all different books of the Bible that you can get in a hardbound version. And basically, you are the the scriber. You write scripture in this journal, and it's guided by verse for you. Mm -hmm. And um, then you can also, on the left side of the page, there's uh, guided notes for you. And I just think that's a great idea. It's it slowed me down a little bit in my reading as I was trying it out. I'm I'm going through the Revelation one for review and um it's really slowed me down mm-hmm. to write scripture and I like that because I'm asking more questions that I might have just skimmed over mm-hmm. in regular reading. Um a lot more meditation involved yeah. and I'm using Beale's uh shorter so-called commentary mm-hmm. on Revelation and also um Triumph of the Lamb, written by Dennis Johnson. Johnson. I'm reading that again as I'm going through it. But I thought, I'm getting this for my kids, all three of them. How wonderful would that be? So I got the one for the epistles for them. And uh, they can be doing the same one. We can talk about it. But then they can have that 10 years later and look right. back and say, hey, look, I wrote all the epistles when I was 10 and yeah. 13 and those 16. Those are terrific tools. I love those. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to recommend that to um, to parents, yep. but then also to adults mm-hmm. um, the, for themselves. It's yeah. a great series. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, I, uh, I'm i going to be reading. Um, I, I got it for Christmas, but I'm going to finally try to get into it this summer. Um Kotkin's first volume on um, uh, Stalin. Mm, it's very good, and and I got it at, at, at your recommendation. I love to read about Stalin. Um, he uh, always makes me feel better about myself, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. And actually, he was a pipe smoker, you know. I, I he was a huge pipe smoker. I know, I know. I discovered that yeah. uh, when I was reading uh, uh, the Court of the Red Czar. And so the the other thing is, I just I just read Martin Amos's book uh, at your uh, Cobra the Dread. Yeah, you mentioned Cobra the Dread yeah. to me, and and after I left your house, you still let me in your house, although I don't let you in my house. But um, yeah, I, I I got it on Amazon and devoured. I mean, it's just fascinating, yeah. uh, a, kind of Martin Amos's assessment um, of of Stalin and and the Stalin era, as well as Lenin also. And that's the sort of book that you would want to get in the hand of any leftist mm. <laughs> to say. Um, uh, look at this, uh, but anyway, so so yeah, I'm looking forward to the to to Kotkin's um, uh, biography on Stalin. That should be, uh, I'm sure, very interesting. So, well, so there you have it. Yeah, there are some good suggestions for reading this summer. I trust that uh, all of our listeners will be getting some good books under their belts this summer. And Todd and I will be, I guess, continuing to preach in the summer, so we'll have to birth, birth. Uh, quite a few sermons after being pregnant in the Spirit for, for some uh, some time. Uh, and we look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for listening to Mortification of Spin, Bully Pulpit, a podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. The Alliance is a coalition of pastors, scholars, and churchmen who hold the historical creeds and confessions of the Reformed faith and who proclaim biblical doctrine in order to foster a Reformed awakening in today's church. Make sure to visit our website, mortificationofspin.org, to enter for your chance to win Developing a Christian Mind, Learning to Think and Act Biblically, a series of messages by James Boyce. 
Next episode, a special guest joins the host to talk about a particularly tough church issue. Valerie uh, hit the headlines a couple of months ago when she wrote a report on a recent trial in the Orthodox Presbyterian Church. The article was not controversial so much because it was a report on a trial as the fact that what Valerie did in this article was look at the status of women as reflected in the the mechanics of what went on at the trial. I affirm wholeheartedly the the nature of church leadership in the Reformed community. That's not anything I'm out to question. But there are problems with how we're working out our theology and what that means for women and vulnerable people in our churches. All that and more next time. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to read more from Carl, Amy, and Todd on mortificationofspin.org. This may take several takes. <laughs> 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 oh.